Welcome to the JBug Podcast. Today is Tuesday, May 26th, 2020, and I am up early in the morning um, after having a, a dream that uh, has caused me to turn to the scriptures. A little bit of a nightmare, um, but I know exactly why I had it. It was a personal situation that I don't need to share. Um, but the, the afterthoughts I have, uh, I do want to share. And I've talked a little bit about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And, of course, there's a lot of people who will not do the work uh, to actually read the scriptures. By their fruits you shall know them. If you haven't d- done the work, then I'll do it for you right here, right now. Uh, I'm going to read out of Ether. That's in the Book of Mormon. And we have the story of the brother of Jared. And this is a story of someone who's able to receive the revelations of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The the Son of God who is the Father of the heavens and the earth. And... The, the Lord appeared to brother, the brother of Jared. And this is a history. So this is an ancient history. Uh, and in this record, it says that the Lord showed him all the inhabitants of the earth, which had been and would be. The Lord didn't withhold them from his sight. And so the brother of Jared was shown all the inhabitants of the earth that had been and that would be all the way till the end of the earth. And Jesus has says, if if you will believe in him, he can show you all things. And the Lord could not withhold, could not withhold anything from the brother of Jared. Because the brother of Jared knew that the Lord could show him all things. And so the Lord said to him, write these things and seal them up and I'll show them in my own due time unto the children of men. Also, he was told to seal up the two stones which he had received. Because he said, these two stones will I give unto thee and ye shall seal them up also with the things which ye shall write. For behold, the language which ye shall write, I have confounded. Wherefore, I will cause in my own due time that these Stones shall magnify to the eyes of men these things which ye shall write. Obviously, those two stones were used by... Okay, so there's a backstory here. Uh, God had told the brother of Jared, this is in the time of the Tower of Babel, the time where people's language was was changed. The brother of Jared and his family, they prayed that their language would not be destroyed. And the Lord heard them. And their language was not destroyed. And they weren't perfect people, but they tried to remember to pray and have that relationship with God. And eventually, God had them build ships to cross the great Atlantic Ocean, I think. And uh, they built these ships, and then they didn't know how they were going to have light in the ships. And so the brother of Jared 
prayed about it. And Jesus said, well, why don't you come up with an idea? And you're not going to use fire. Think of a better idea. And so he, he pulled and carved out these stones, like 16 of them, I think. And he brought these stones to the top of the mountain. And he said, Lord, you know, touch these stones uh, and make it so that when you touch them, they'll pro- provide light. And so Jesus did that very thing. And because the brother of Jared had so much faith, he actually saw the hand of God touching the stones. And after that, the brother of Jared kind of, whoa, you know, (laughs) what's going on here? And, uh, he heard the voice of the Lord and, and the Lord says, did you see more, more than just my hand? And, you know, you saw that because of your faith. And he says, no, show yourself to me. So Jesus showed himself to the brother of Jared and the brother of Jared said, wow, like you look like me, you know, you have a body just like me. And he said, this is the, the body I'm going to come in when I come to earth in, in the flesh. And, or at least this is what it's going to look like. So, so that's where these two stones come from. And these two stones were actually from those 16, I believe. And so the brother of Jared was told to seal up these two stones with the record he was writing so that these two stones could be used to actually translate the record into English that Joseph Smith was given. That's why Joseph Smith is such an important figure uh, to this restoration of the truth of the fullness of the gospel, uh, because it's either true or it's not. And a lot of times people don't believe it's true because it's hard to believe. Well, guess what? The brother of Jared has a word for us. And uh, it says that whatsoever thing persuadeth men to do good is of me, for good cometh of none, save it be me, meaning Jesus Christ. Come unto me, O ye house of Israel, O ye Gentiles, and I will show ye greater things. And it shall be made manifest unto you how great things the Father hath laid up for you from the foundation of the world, and it hath not come unto you because of unbelief. Behold, when ye shall rend that veil of unbelief, which doth cause you to remain in your awful state of wickedness. Now remember, he says nothing good can come except it comes through Jesus Christ. Because we don't know him, because of our unbelief. Because of our hardness of heart. He says, when ye shall rend that veil of unbelief, which doth cause you to remain in your awful state of wickedness and hardness of heart and blindness of mind, then shall the great and marvelous things which hath been hid up from you from the foundation of the world. Yea, when ye shall call upon the Father in my name, Jesus Christ, with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, then shall ye know that the Father hath remembered the covenant which he made unto your fathers, O house of Israel. Okay, so we see from this scripture that our God actually has marvelous and great things for us. Think of the technologies. Think of the inheritances that we could be having because it says that there's so many great things that have been hit up 
from us. Because of unbelief. And because of unbelief, the good things that God has for us, we cannot reach those things. And here we've been given these new scriptures. And has the world accept these scriptures? No. On a large scale, they haven't. Well, how can good things come if we can't receive the things we're given? If we can't receive what we're given, how can we receive more? There has to be a change of heart. This is a, a word in the Doctrine and Covenants section 112 that speaks to my heart. <laughs> my maiden name is actually Thomas, so there you go. It speaks, speaks to me. Uh, he says, well, this is... A revelation given through Joseph Smith. So Joseph Smith was a seer. He was able to transcribe these plates, the records on these plates. And he was regularly given revelation. So this is a revelation given in July of 1837 to Thomas B. Marsh, Marsh in Kirtland, Ohio. This was actually given concerning the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And I cannot believe how this scripture applies to today. Even though this was given in 1837, uh, history works in patterns, doesn't it? History repeats itself. And there's a lot in this revelation of Thomas that is so applicable today. I think that people's jaws would drop who are in the church. Uh, he tells Thomas, he says... That I've seen some things in your heart and I was not pleased with them. But in as much as you have abased yourself, you shall be exalted. Therefore, all thy sins are forgiven thee. And he's called to go preach the gospel. He says, contend thou morning by morning, day after day. Let thy warning voice go forth. And when the night cometh, let not the inhabitants of the earth slumber because of thy speech. Let thy habitation be known in Zion, and remove not thy house, for I have a great work for thee to do. Let thy feet be shod, for thou art chosen, and thy path lieth among the mountains and among many nations. And by thy word many high ones shall be brought low, and by thy word many low ones shall be exalted. Thy voice shall be a rebuke unto the transgressor, and at thy rebuke, let the tongue of the slanderer cease its perverseness. Be thou humble, and the Lord thy God shall lead thee by the hand and give thee answer to thy prayers. I know thy heart, and have heard thy prayers concerning thy brethren. Let thy love be for them as for thyself. Let thy love abound unto all men, unto all who love my name. Now, for members of the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter to Saints, let's please pay attention to verse 12. It says, Pray for the brethren of the twelve. Admonish them sharply for my name's sake. And let them be admonished for all their sins. And be ye faithful before me unto my name. And after their temptations and much tribulation... Behold, I, the Lord, will fill after them, and if they harden not their hearts and stiffen not their necks against me, they shall be converted, and I will heal them. 
Okay, common theme here going on both in Ether chapter 4 and in Doctrine and Covenants 112. Because of unbelief, there's hardness of heart. And we have to rend that veil. We have to have the Lord heal. This is talking about the 12 apostles. This is talking about the Gentiles. This is because no good thing can come from anywhere but Jesus Christ. This is the gospel that every good thing comes from Jesus Christ. There is nothing good that you can do except it comes through Jesus Christ. If you don't receive his gospel, if you don't receive the word of truth, then you cannot be converted. You cannot be healed. You cannot do things that we recognize are good. You see, we're not saved by works. It is through our faith in Christ and I'm not talking about a superficial Christ. I'm talking about the spirit of truth. The spirit that enlightens our minds. And warms our hearts. As opposed to stiffening our necks. And hardening our hearts. So how do you know that you're listening to the right gospel and not a counterfeit gospel? It's how it softens your heart. So he tells Thomas he's going to be able to go places that his servant Joseph can't go. Be able to open doors that uh, his servant Joseph and Sidney and Hiram cannot go. That thou mayest be my servant to unlock the door of the kingdom in all places where my servant Joseph and my servant Sidney and my servant Hiram cannot come. Where, um, let me skip through stuff that doesn't pertain here. Okay, this, this very scripture actually came to my mind after I woke up, after I had a nightmare. And it was, Verily, verily, I say unto you, darkness covereth the earth, and gross darkness the minds of the people, and all flesh has become corrupt before my face. And I really feel the truth in that scripture. Just because you know how you feel right when you wake up from a dream. It's very emotional. Behold, vengeance cometh speedily upon the inhabitants of the earth. A day of wrath, a day of burning, a day of desolation, of weeping, of mourning, and of lamentation. And as a whirlwind, it shall come upon all the face of the earth, saith the Lord. And upon my house shall it begin. From my house shall it go forth. This isn't the first time the Lord said that his church needs a big cleansing. First among those of you, saith the Lord, who have professed to know my name and have not known me and have blasphemed me against the midst of my house, saith the Lord. What does that word profess mean? Think about it. Think about if you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, think about the recent thing that was done in our church in the past couple years that, that has been the main theme of the current prophet. What has it been? To use the name of Jesus Christ more. Now, remember that in the context of this scripture. What does profess mean? Look it up. The definition of profess. And that will help you understand the scripture. 
upon my house shall it be shall it begin as far as the judgment first among those who have professed to know my name and have not known me and have blasphemed against me in the midst of my house saith the lord okay so back to this is all about this was all given to thomas so continuing on he tells thomas therefore see to it that ye trouble not yourselves concerning the affairs of my church in this place, saith the Lord. But purify your hearts before me, and go into the world, preach the gospel to everybody. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not and is not baptized shall be damned. For unto you the twelve and those the first presidency who are appointed with you to be your counselors and your leaders is the power of this priesthood given for the last days and for the last times in the which is the dispensation of the fullness of times. Which power you hold in connection with all those who have received a dispensation at any time from the beginning of the creation. For verily I say unto you the keys of the dispensation which ye have received have come down from the fathers and last of all being sent down from heaven unto you behold great is your calling cleanse your hearts and your garments lest your heart lest the blood of this generation be required at your hand okay so thomas is given a great mission to go preach the gospel and honestly i don't know the church history uh, this is thomas b march marsh <clears throat> to know exactly where his mission led him that'd be interesting to look up just what I think that the Lord does with me is usually uses scriptures that apply to me in some way personally. Um, a lot of times the characters in, in the scripture can be archetypes and can give us uh, this internal, internal um, reference points for our own personal growth and understanding. There's a lot of mysteries in that, I think. And that's the thing about the scriptures is that there's so many layers of truth in there. It's hard to get to it all. But the main thing is that this day of desolation, of burning and of weeping is coming. It's close. And if we want to be able to produce good things, we've got to believe in Jesus Christ and we can have some beautiful experiences if we believe in him. We can get to know the truth of all things. Spirit of truth is the spirit of Jesus. All right. I hope you learned something. Thanks for listening to the J-Buck Podcast.